Welcome to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. This is Brian Kletter, the creator and host of the podcast. You can engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought or at Counterthought CEO and on our Facebook page, Counterthought Podcast. For audio versions of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And for video versions of the podcast, join us on YouTube at the Counterthought channel. Let's go. Disney has announced a one-year delay for their release of their Snow White live-action remake. No longer being released in March of 2024, but being pushed back all the way to March of 2025. Now, they say it's because of the sag after strike. But I think this is the perfect opportunity for Disney to read the writing on the wall. Welcome to Counterthought. So Disney has announced their delay of the release of their live action remake of Snow White for a year. Originally, the movie was supposed to be released in March of 2024. However, Disney has now announced that the release has been pushed back to March of 2025. Now, you may remember earlier this year, especially going back into early summer, there were clips going around the internet, viral clips going around the internet of their lead actress, Rachel Zegler, who was cast as Snow White, making comments on the red carpet in 2022 about this movie, about how Snow White is no longer going to be seen as the the woman in the 1937 original who was going to be saved by the prince. No, this Snow White was going to be a leader. Rachel Zegler, she also made comments that, you know, Prince Charming, he might not even be in there. Her prince might not even be in the movie. She said, he could be cut. Every scene could be cut. It's Hollywood, baby. And those comments got a whole slew of pushback. Because... Snow White is the original animation film from Disney. It was released in 1937. And as Disney, the company, is ramping up for their 100-year anniversary, I'm here in Orlando and they just finished up their 50-year park anniversary for Disney World. And now they are rolling into the 100-year anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. Snow White is part of of that celebration snow white was the perfect opportunity for disney to have a a rebound and to kind of right the ship because some of their latest movies have not performed that well in the box office now as i said in the intro the reason that disney is providing for this delay is not because of the comments that rachel zegler made back in 2022 not because of the backlash and the woke you know, feminist, ultra feminist, uh, ultra feminist, uh, lean of this movie. No, no, they're saying that it is because of the strike. The strike. Now, there was a strike earlier this summer. Earlier this summer, there was a writer's strike that has since been resolved. You may remember if you watch nighttime TV, especially the late night host, that. They were off the air for multiple weeks because of the writer's strike, but they've since returned. Now, this strike is the SAG-AFTRA strike. This strike is the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. 
So these are actually the actors that are on strike. Actual actors. This is the first time since the 80s when actors went on strike, not just writers or producers or or other members, you know, of of Hollywood. And this strike began in July of 2023, and the gripes of the actors are AI using their likeness and not receiving royalties for it or residuals. And then also no longer or not receiving residuals from streaming services. Now, streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, whatever, many of them, they are not paying the residuals as residuals used to be paid when before streaming services. You know, there were residuals when a show would get syndicated on TV and the reruns and Whenever it was an active show, there were all of these residuals being paid out to these to these actors. However, that is not the case with streaming services. So the actors want what they feel is rightfully theirs for their, their performance, their work that is being viewed millions upon millions of times through these streaming services. So the strike has entered into its 110th day or so, 120th day, started back in July. And Disney cites the strike for their reason for this delay. I don't know if I completely buy that. I don't know if I completely buy that as the reason because Rachel Zegler, her comments in 2022, she got a whole lot of backlash, a whole lot of backlash, taking the classic Snow White, the first animated film from Disney and changing the story, changing the story, changing the characters in the story. You may also remember, it wasn't just Rachel Zegler's comments that got a whole bunch of flack, but it was also these pictures that were released from scenes in the movie. Scenes in the movie of the seven dwarfs. Now, I can't rattle all seven off the top of my head. I can get probably four or five of them. You probably have your favorite dwarf, you know, whether it's Sleepy Dopey Doc. But the pictures that were released for this live action version of Snow White included dwarfs that were not dwarfs. Now there's a whole, you know, people get up in arms, certain people get up in arms. The famous guy, I think from the movie Elf gets all, gets all cranky and stuff when it comes to dwarf people. But the elves that were in this movie were not elves. They were people who were average height. They were men. They were women. They were different races. You know, their skin colors were different. They were not, you know, old bearded little short men, like in the 1937 animated original. When you think Snow White, why does Snow write her skin and the dwarfs? They are a package deal. So not only did you have the lead actress making comments and, you know, revealing what was to be expected in Snow White and creating that firestorm. But then you had the pictures that were released, you know, from onset film, onset footage of the dwarfs and the dwarfs not actually being dwarfs. And that is just too much for your base, for your foundational, um, for your foundational customer base. These are the people who support Disney pretty much through and through. They're your annual pass holders. They're your Disney Plus members, right? When they go to the parks and they ride the rides and see pictures of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, it's not of this remake. The parks have not gone 
quote unquote woke or ultra feminist. And, you know, we got to be a boss babe and a leader. You can't be rescued by a man or anything like, I don't need no man kind of mentality. No, it's of the original. It's of original Snow White, Beauty and the Beast. Um, all of the other different different movies and animated series that are included in the parks. The parks are not ultra woke from a, from a design standpoint. It is the movies and the animated series and the other TV series that are becoming woke where they're trying to sneak in or they are sneaking in LGBTQIA plus divided by sign content. So Snow White is not Disney's first live action remake. I went in theaters. I went and saw the Beauty and the Beast remake done by, um, I think it's her name's um, Emma. Well, Emma Watson, I think, right? I probably screwed that up, but you know, Hermione from from Harry Potter. Uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that movie. It was a pretty pretty well done. And then a few years later, they did a Lion King remake, and you may remember that had Beyonce in it. And they have also done. Uh, most recently this, I think this summer earlier this year, they did the little mermaid remake and the little mermaid got a lot of heat because the little mermaid was no longer a fair skinned mermaid with red hair. No, she was a black girl with brown hair. I didn't see the movie. Um, I haven't taken any of any of my kids to see the movie. Um, but just cause we're just getting into their ages that we're just getting into going to the movies anyway. And we don't have any of the streaming services. We don't have Disney Plus. So this isn't Disney's first remake, live action remake. They've done Little Mermaid, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. And now this is <clears throat> the Snow White's turn again, their first feature film all the way back to 19, 1937. So Disney has a history with doing live action remakes. That's the way they're going. Instead of doing another animation, they're choosing live action. And Disney also has a history with quote unquote going woke, right? I touched on this just a couple of minutes ago, going woke, you know, trying to, to meet the extreme views of the small, small minority and placate those individuals to push certain agendas. As I mentioned, Disney is trying to, or has admitted to people within their like creative, their creative uh, divisions within their company of putting in LGBTQIA, I believe that's all of them content into into their productions into their shows into their movies you may remember the 2022 parental rights and education act in florida that is the the name of the act but it was dubbed as the don't say gay bill which is not what the bill was about the bill didn't even say the word gay in it you may remember all of this and at the time the disney ceo bob chapek you know, he was the CEO of Disney and this whole squabble started with DeSantis in the state of Florida. And now this squabble, this lawsuit still continues to this day with the oversight committee, the board that is in charge of Disney because Disney uh, was on property, gifted all the way back to them, the Reedy Creek district going back over uh, 50 years, you know, for the parks to be built. But Bob, Ch- Bob Chapek resigned or was fired and Bob Iger returned as the CEO of Disney. Now, Iger's taken a little bit of a different approach. I think he's trying from the latest headlines I've been reading and stories about this whole dispute when it comes to the to the land in the Reedy, Reedy Creek district and the new board that was appointed by DeSantis. Iger's kind of 
kind of like waving the white flag a little bit, just a little bit. You know, he realizes that he they do have a foundational customer base and that this customer base is not into all of the the woke aspects of our of our culture being inserted into the content that Disney is producing. And during that time, you may remember a VP, I believe, was the position, the, the level of position within their creative team was on camera in her interview admitting that anytime she could add something material that was related, a character, comment, lines, you know, from an LGBTQ character, she was going to do it. You know, trying to make it pervasive within all of the Disney content and the Disney Plus content, whether it be, you know, something like Star Wars in that area, all the way down to a little cartoon that a kid can enjoy. So when Disney announced that they are pulling back the release date, that they're delaying the release date of this live action Snow White remake, it makes you wonder, is it really because of the strike? Because it seems like the movie is pretty far along in its filming. If it wasn't already complete, it might just be in the post-production or the production phase, the editing and everything else that goes into to polishing up the movie after the filming's complete. But even if it is that and it's not, you know, them saying, oh, man, like, whoa, we should probably uh, retool some things in this movie because of the backlash that that we received earlier, earlier in the year after Rachel Zegler's comments, even if it's not that. If the legitimate reason is the strike, this is the perfect opportunity for Disney. They're getting a second chance now for Disney to read the writing on the wall. They have. Their stock price has not improved in a few years. The money that they're losing on streaming from their streaming services is substantial. They're losing money year over year. The parks are still doing well. The parks are like the saving, saving grace for Disney. But other areas of their company, the streaming services and the content they're producing, the box office hits that they're putting out, Indiana Jones this summer, Little Mermaid, are underperforming. Underperforming. So this is the perfect chance for Disney to say, whoa, hold on. While we have this time during this strike, let's legitimately consider and retool this movie to get back to the original 1937 classic. Disney, the foundational customer base that you have does not want um, these woke not policies, but doesn't does not want the woke, woke culture within within the movie. This is a classic movie that you are remaking, and like the other remakes, or at least at least Beauty and the Beast. I did not see Lion King, but at least Beauty and the Beast, it stayed pretty true, pretty true. Now there was a, a LGBTQ lean in there because I believe, um, if I remember correctly. Cogsworth, I believe, is gay in that movie. But Disney, this is your chance to get back to what made Disney Disney. The people are crying out to you. They have spoken to you. Your customer base, your foundational customer base, the people who are Disney through and through, who spend the hundreds, if not thousands of dollars per year visiting your park, the annual pass, the streaming service, they want a live action remake of the original. They don't want a completely redone storyline. So Disney, take this opportunity to read the room. 
read the writing on the wall. Don't just put something out there that is going to then fail. And that is going to confirm everybody's preconceived notions that Disney has just become another victim of this progressive woke culture. Progressivism, as I've talked numerous times, multiple episodes, even last week. Today's modern day progressivism is just is individuals walking towards the edge of a cliff and proceeding to fall off. Today's modern day progressivism leaves individuals or is led by individuals who are unsatisfied. People who never are satisfied with where they progress to and just say, okay, this is good and sit and be still. They continue to push, to push, to push. And we are seeing backlash. This year we have seen backlash and actual actions taken in response to this push of woke culture, to this cramming down our throats of LGBTQ plus and other woke nonsense and feminist movements and everything that uh, puts down the man and tries to uh, belittle or belittles the men and belittles a woman who is a stay-at-home mom who says you have to be a boss babe, who says you don't need a man to survive. You don't need a man. There's nothing good in the nuclear family. We have seen pushback begin with Bud Light and with Target. Target, not as substantial as Bud Light, but Bud Light has just tanked. Tanked when they did the Dylan Mulvaney stunt. Read the room, Disney. Learn from these other cautionary tales. We do not want the wokeification of Disney classics, of Disney at all. Disney is supposed to is known as the happiest place on earth. I reside in Orlando. Disney is right down the street. Millions upon millions of people come to Florida as tourists every year. And millions, I believe it's 50 million last year, came to Orlando. And most of those 50 million that come to Orlando, they, they go to a theme park. They're either going to Disney, Universal Islands of Adventure, or they're driving an hour east or west to get to a beach. These individuals are coming to the happiest place on earth to have a great time and not have content shoved down their throats that they did not ask for, that the majority of the customer base does not want. So I believe, Disney, this is your chance to retool the Snow White movie before it is released into theaters and before it bombs. The American people are speaking up. The conservative side, the Republican side of, of America is speaking up. The Democrats who are speaking up who do not want this. They just want a safe place for their kid to have fun and to have fun with their kids and to see their children enjoying what could be their only trip to Disney. The happiness on their child's face as they are going through the parks and seeing the princesses and the princes and the other characters that are walking around. Finally, America is speaking up. And Disney, this is your chance to read the room, read the writing on the wall, and to revamp Snow White before it tanks and before Snow White and Disney doesn't wake up. 
Thank you for listening to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. Remember to subscribe and like or rate the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube. And engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought at counterthought CEO or on Facebook at counterthought podcast. <laughs>